is Melanie for Pardesi Reviews, and I'm here to do a top five Tamil films of 2018. Finally! I know there's been a Where's Your Top Tamil, and I wanted to watch two of the top films of the year that everyone had been talking about before I made my list, and they did indeed make my top five, so it was worth it to wait. And I had even more films suggested to me, and I just said, you know what, I just have to stop. I do want to catch up on some of these films, but we're already uh, two-thirds of the way through January at this point. Let's put 2018 to bed. I have a lot of honorable mention. I saw several Tamil films, and I will just say there were some films that were released in multiple languages. So, for instance, I talked about Mahanati and my top Telugu films of 2018. I didn't see, actually, the Tamil version of it, which I think is available on Amazon Prime in the United States. But I'm not going to put those films again that were in multiple languages like that. I mean, I saw that one in the Telugu. You know, like some lists had KGF. Well, I saw KGF in Canada, so I'm not going to talk about it as a Tamil film. That's not how I saw it. It was a very, very good film, but it's not going to be in my top five Tamil films. So some of the honorable mentions... I think Rajnikanth had an amazing year, and I'm not sure that he wanted all these films to come out all at the same, you know, clumped together like this. Kala, I would have as an honorable mention, this is director Rajat, and we have cast politics, and what I really liked about it, it was Rajnikanth acting his age, but still being awesome. And the best thing about it was the relationship that he had with his wife and how he might have been boss in the, in the neighborhood, but she was the queen of the household. And that was one of their relationship was one of my favorite things about that movie. I really enjoyed that. Obviously, 2.0 was very fun to seeing him playing the robot again, Chitty. It was very enjoyable, but not top five for me. And then I just recently saw Peta, which I would, you know, that's in 2019, but amazing year for Rajnikanth fans to have within a 12-month period so many great films from him. Tana Surindakutam with Surya, I also thought was a great film for him. I haven't seen the film that it's sort of a remake of, Special 26 in Hindi with Akshay Kumar, so I wasn't spoiled from the plot. But I really enjoyed seeing Surya in that role. I got a little crazy at the very ending with the action and whatever. But I thought it was a really good role for him and a really entertaining, enjoyable film. Not quite top five, but very good. I didn't have a chance to see Mari 2. I'm hoping to catch up with that on streaming when it comes out, hopefully soon, because it, it just didn't play close to me. It was played at a very crowded time here in the U.S., and there were a lot of Indian films in the city, in my city, but they were all competing with each other. You know, Tamil, Telugu, Hindi, and then all of the big Christmas releases. So I just... Couldn't make the drive up to uh, where it was playing, you know, an hour away. So I'm looking forward to catching up with that. But another gangster film that was very good, Chakachavanta Vanam, Mani Ratnam's gangster kind of epic, that multi-star. It was really good, technically very good, but 
didn't hit me in the heart and I wasn't sure who I was rooting for. But you know I love Vijay Satyapathy. I was excited to see Vijay in a film with Mani Ratnam. He had an interesting role in that film and it was fun seeing Arvind Swami back all bulked up and in a very different role from the classic older films that I had seen him do before. Interesting, just not my top five, but a very, you know, very close honorable mention. Number five for me is the one that I just saw and that's Rechasan. I know other people would place it higher. It had a few flaws to me, but I thought overall it was a solid thriller an exciting script, something really different, a serial killer story. This is only the second film by Ram Kumar, so quite accomplished for a second film. Vishnu, who starred as Arun in the film, was very, very good. But Ram Das, who played his brother-in-law, another police officer, had an extremely emotional scene that was a highlight for me. I've never seen him get to play such a dramatic scene before I've you know I've seen him as a character actor in many films but it was a very fine performance the reveal of the backstory of the serial killer didn't completely work for me to but all of the cat and mouse and all the clues and and red herrings and ways that we found out who the serial killer was was really enjoyable and an engrossing film so I highly recommend you watch it number four is Sitakati. And I really loved this film. It, Vijay Satupati had an amazing year. He's only in the first 40 minutes of the film, but what an impact he has over the whole film. I mean, it's quirky. It's different. It's maybe not for everyone. The first 40 minutes, you see what a great stage actor he is, his, his character, who's an old man at the end, but you see him over a span of time. And so he gets to do all these different great stage scenes. And then it turns into a black comedy and it's just amazing. I was lucky to see it with a friend, Shri, whose father was a famous director. And so she was whispering to me all of the different cameos, the famous directors that were in the film. I know it was offbeat and, and different, and that's what I loved about it. And just also getting to see Vijay Satyapati really do a different kind of a role. I loved it. Number three is Vada Chennai. So there's kind of a theme with a lot of gangster kind of origin stories and so forth. But this one was really a standout so much plot. So much plot. The director, Vetra Maran, evidently filmed over five hours of footage and then made it down to over three hours and still there's more. So there's talk of making a web series or this is possibly the part of a trilogy of films. Uh, Danusha's character was so captivating but there was interesting female characters. I enjoyed KGF, but KGF had hardly any women in it. And this was a film, Vada Chennai, that showed that you can have this kind of violent gangster epic and not just only have a love interest, but there were several women who had key parts in the story. 
There was a whole backstory about the gangster that Danush admired. And it's like, I wanted more. I just, you know, it, it could have been an entire mini series on Netflix or something. There was so much story there. And I'm so looking forward to the next chapter because this is only chapter one. Really enjoyed it. Very fine performance by Danush. Number two is Pariyaram Paramal, which I know is number one for everyone else, but you know what number one is going to be for me <laughs> if this is number two. Oh my gosh, this film. I I am so glad you all urged me to watch it. It just, oh, amazing. Uh, so Katir plays a person of a lower caste and he goes to a law college and there's a love interest who teaches him English and there's all sorts of complications. You think it's going to be a story like Dirac, like Surat, like Fondry, where you have such a difference between an upper, upper caste girl and a lower caste boy. But the way the film, and the film doesn't shy away with showing really dark, violent things that happen. But not every character is, if you'll forgive me, black and white. The girl Joe's father has shades of gray to him. He was a really interesting character. I didn't talk about it in my review, but there's a whole side plot with Katir's, the actors, his father in the movie. A whole shame with who his father was. And that was a whole subplot that was really fascinating. So it's not completely autobiographical of this director but it's his debut feature Mari Severaj and amazing filmmaking a lot of interesting drone shots and um, there's symbolism and that there's a black dog black dog that's owned by Katya's character and that is killed early in the film and he's the dog is sort of a motif it's a black dog and killed by upper caste people. And so that's a whole motif through the film too. But the film ends on a ray of hope. I'm not going to spoil exactly how. Notably, it ends with a shot of two cups of chai on a table. One is clear black chai. One is with milk. It symbolized there together that it was a meeting, that there was a conversation. There's a lot of symbolism. Somebody else just commented for me and, and gave me the insight that it's also that certain tea sell, chai sellers have different cups for different casts and that that can be part of the symbolism too, which I, I didn't have that insight. So this is why I love having this channel and having this conversation with you because as much as I see in a film, I learn so much more and gain new depths of meaning from our conversations in the comments. Standout film. It's on Amazon Prime in the U.S. and it's a must-see film. Okay, so now if that's number two, you can guess what number one is. Big surprise, Melanie the Romantic would pick 96. Oh my gosh, this film. Oh, this film is my heart this year. It just of Tamil cinema, it was VJ oh, Sethapathy is someone so in love that when the girl puts her hand on his chest, he faints from it. Like, oh my gosh. 
Okay, so I didn't get it when I first saw the poster, but the poster had all these images of things from 96, because 96 means the class of 96. And it's because VJ's character has been away from his hometown, and through the, he's a photographer that travels the world, and when he happens to go through his town and just walk through his old school, he's just overcome with memories so we get extensive flashback memories of his school romance and the young actors that played VJ's part and Trish's part were very very good as well. We learn what kept them apart at that time and then they meet again at a reunion. So we've seen stories sort of like this where people had a childhood romance and then they meet again later in life but this one it's not as simplistic as some other ones. People have compared it to um, Before Sunset, Before Sunrise, films like that where it's just a lot of walking and talking, conversation, and there's just images from this film that will stay with me forever. Him folding a, you know, keeping an ink-stained shirt in a suitcase and keeping a scarf. Oh, gosh, you know, I mean, there's just so romantic. There's so many things that I, scenes from this film that will just stay with me. Uh, one of the key images is when they're riding a train together and their hands almost, you know, brush against each other on the support pole and they just, the electricity of that moment, it's more than any kiss in any other movie I saw this year. It doesn't go places where you think it might go and there's just a lot of delight. It may have been slow for some other people, and I didn't have the same nostalgia of all the things about 1996 <laughs> and Tamil Nadu that these characters did, but it was just so universal and just so wonderful. It was so wonderful for me to see Vijay Satyapati in a role like this, and I thought Trisha was, it was one of the finest roles that I've seen her in. I haven't seen some of her older roles that you guys have recommended to me. But for me, from what I've seen of her recently, this was the finest thing that I've seen her do. I loved how she made him get a haircut to look like he did back when he was a student. Oh my gosh. That's... <laughs> oh my heart, this movie. So that was my favorite. So top five top 10 lists are very subjective. I want to hear what your top five were. And everyone has been commenting with each one of these separate ones that I did. Well, where's your top five or top 10 overall? I had this discussion with Matt of Corcon Nala, and I will put a link to that in the description. It's long. I think we talked for an hour and a half or two hours, but we, we get, if you fast forward all the way to the very end, that's when we do our overall cinema top five. And as much as I love 96, it wasn't my number one. So if you want to know, then you can, you can check that out. And I also made that into an audio podcast on my The Part AZ podcast, which is available on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and Podbean and all those places. So link to that also in the description below. I, you know, I wanted to do separate lists this year because I wanted to highlight more films. I felt like last year, I just saw more films this year and I, and I wanted to highlight more of them and talk about the great films that I saw in each industry. So that's why I did a separate top five for each. 
Thank you for being patient to wait for Tomo being the last one. Last year, I almost had a riot when I hadn't seen ROV with a Tomo film before I did my list. So I was extra cautious to make sure that I saw some of these that I didn't get a chance to see in theaters. But I know there's more. So if you have other ones that you think, well, why didn't you, know, you miss this one this year? So now that they're starting to come on streaming, I'd love to catch up with some of your favorites. So please do let me know in the comments. Please like and share. Follow me on Twitter at PardaisyYT. Please do subscribe to the Pardaisy Reviews. Music